Your mind is filled with questions as you face the unknown. You spend so many sleepless nights trying to work it out. Worry has consumed your faith with all its fear and doubt. But worrying is where faith begins. Put it in God's hands and leave it there. Oh, just leave it there. He's still in control, so trust in Him and take a hold of faith again. Warriors, we're faith. Why should we ever worry? Why should we fret at all? When worry only hinders the mighty hand of God. He says it is impossible to please Him without faith. So lay aside your worry. Walk on in Jesus' name. Just leave it there. He's still in 
some blood red stains they broke all my chain and said that I could still go free that I could still go free John chapter 8 this morning. John chapter 8 this morning. All I could think right now is where sin abound, grace did much more abound. And we can talk about what a dirty sinner that I am and that I have been. I'll never forget a few weeks ago, Miss Ann Collins said I had one problem with your sermons today. And I said, what's that? She said, you've run my preacher down all day. I mean, you have just run him down in the ground trying to explain the sinner that I am. But where sin abound, grace did much more abound. I am the chiefest of sinners, but because of the grace of God, I have been set free. If you can't smile about that, you need to be saved this morning. Child of God, if you can't think of any reason to smile, you think about the day that Jesus Christ came into your life and set you free from the bonds of sin and put a hope and put a freedom and put a liberty in your life. I'll never forget the day. I've forgotten a lot of days, but I ain't forgot the day that I knew if I died right then, I was going to bust hell wide open. And I remember the fear and I remember the anxiety and I remember the overwhelming fear that was in my life and just like that. Jesus took it all away. What a mighty Savior we serve. John chapter 8. Y'all going to have to get stirred up now. If y'all can't get stirred up after singing like that, y'all are dead now. Come on now, let's get stirred. Aren't you glad he set you free? Aren't you glad there's freedom and liberty in our life? I don't have to live. I don't have to be a slave to this mess in this world. I don't have to be a slave to my flesh and to my nature. I don't have to be a slave to addiction and, and mess and adultery and drugs and alcohol. Bless God, Jesus can give us freedom today. Stand with me for the reading of God's Word. Man, I'm stirred up before I ever get going here. <clears throat> John 8, and in verse 31... Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then, ye, then are ye my disciples indeed. 
And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. I want to read that one more time. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the freedom that we have in Jesus. Thank you for the freedom that we find in the precious blood of Christ. Lord, thank you for the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. Through that shed blood, we have freedom from our sin. We have freedom from our flesh. We have freedom from the power of this world. Lord, thank you for the freedom that we have in Jesus. Give me power to preach your word. Lord, I pray that you'd stir us up this morning. And those that are saved, I pray, Lord, that you would stir us up and get us reminded about the freedom that we're to no longer live in that bondage anymore. And dear God, I pray for some lost person that's come here this morning living by the bondage of sin. Dear God, I pray that lay it down and let you set them free this morning. God, I pray for somebody to be saved. I've been in this place too long the last several months and leaving this place will not one person get in saved. Dear God, I'm asking for one this morning. Dear Lord, I'm asking for at least one this morning. Save souls in this place. Move like you'd never moved before. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You may be seated. I want to speak to you on the subject, free indeed. Free indeed. I want to read the first verse of the song that Brother Jason sang for us. It said, lock me up in a prison and throw away the key. Take the vision from these eyes that now can see. Deprive me of the food I eat and even bind my hands and my feet. But as long as I know Jesus, then I can still go free. It does not matter what the world can try to do to you. It does not matter the snares of the devil. If you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, he has set you free. And there is freedom from every sin. There is freedom from every addiction. There is freedom from every oppression that we face in this life. If you know Jesus as your personal Savior, you have no excuse this morning for living as a slave to the things of this world. Because what Jesus sets free, He sets them free and free indeed. And I'm so thankful today for the time and the moment that not only did He set me free, but He made me free indeed. Aren't you glad to be set free? Aren't you glad to be saved by the precious blood of Jesus Christ? Aren't you thankful for that day that He gloriously entered into your heart and saved you and cleaned you and forgave you and redeemed you? I can stand up here and I can shout from one end of the church house to the other because I've been set free indeed. 
I've been set free indeed. No longer to be a slave of this world. No longer to be a slave to addiction. No longer to be a slave to anybody. But for here on out to give my life to Jesus. And to live it for His honor and His glory. Free and free indeed. I want us to look at our text this morning. I want you to notice number one, the state of being in bondage. In verse 33, I want you to notice, excuse me, in verse 31, it said, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on Him. These were Jews that believed on Jesus that He's having this conversation with. And He said, If you continue in My word, then are ye My disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered Him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? And so Jesus begins to talk about bondage. And the word bondage here simply means to serve as a slave or to be a slave. And here he's having this conversation with these Jews about being slaves, about being controlled by somebody or something. And he begins to tell them and take them back to the moment in the time that they were slaves. And if you are honest with yourself this morning, every one of us is a slave to something. And and to be in bondage simply means that something in your life is controlling you. Anything that controls you, you are a slave to that thing or that individual. Anybody or anything in your life that has control over you and pushes your buttons and controls your emotions, controls your mind, controls your thought, you are a slave to that individual or that substance. Drug abuse. We become slaves. People that become addicted to drugs and alcohol and other things, they're slaves to that. Man, they're held bound to this and they're bound all the time to this substance and this substance controls them. It controls their thoughts and their minds. That's a slave. We can be slaves to our jobs. We can be slaves to our families. We can be slaves to the things of this world. We can be slaves to popularity. We can be slaves to anxiety. We can be slaves to depression. We can be slaves to unforgiveness and bitterness. You get bitter at somebody and you watch it, you'll become their slave. They'll control everything about you. That's being in bondage. Living every day, allowing things to control us and move us. They control our actions. They control our thoughts. They control our steps. A drug addict, his whole day is about when to get the next hit. When to get the next hit and the next drug and the next this and the next this. What a sad life to be consumed by something controlling you. And it may not be drugs, it may not be alcohol, it may be adultery. Whatever the sin may be, there's things in our life that the devil desires to control us by. And whatever controls you, the Bible says you're a slave to that. And you know what he said uh, to to the Jews here? He talks about making them free from the bondage. And notice what they said in 33. They answered him, we be Abraham's seed and were never in bondage to any man. Isn't that the biggest lie you've ever seen? Lord, we're not, we've never been in bondage to any man. Now that's a lie. They've been in bondage for over a thousand years at this time. 
They were in bondage in Egypt for over 400 years. They were in Babylon in bondage for 70 years. They were under the Roman government and control for over 400 years. And they said, we're not in bondage. We've, we've never been held captive. Now that's ignorance. That's lying. It's sad when you are in bonds and you can't even realize that you're a slave. It's sad when you are being controlled by something, but you cannot get to that point in that place, uh-oh, I have a problem. And when I read this, this verse stood out to me because there's people that God has been patient with for 2,000 years at this point in time had been in bondage for half of that time almost. And they said, well, we're not in bonds. We're of Abraham's seed. And I wonder how many of us are just like these Jews, wandering in the wilderness, being a slave and a servant to the things of the world, and we're ignorant about it, and we fail to acknowledge it. No, Lord, we don't let things control us. We don't let our families control us. We don't let the world control us. And at the end of the day, deep down inside your heart, you know there's something controlling you other than Jesus. And you know it, and most of all, God knows it. And... God is moving in this place this morning. And as I'm preaching this, I see attention in eyes. And it's amazing to me that the Lord is already moving to the point in place where He's calling us out individually. And He's saying, Miss V, you got this. Brother Carl, you got this. Preacher may be talking about this, but you know what you're dealing with. And Bobby, you know what you're dealing with. And the Lord and the Holy Spirit is moving in our hearts. And we're thinking as the preacher's preaching, you know... I am a slave to this. That, that substance, that person is controlling me. And as these Jews said, Oh Lord, we've never been in bonds. Don't do that today. Acknowledge where you are. Acknowledge where, you're be, where you've been. If you can't acknowledge where you've been, you can't get to where you need to go. And the only way to get to where you need to go is realize where you come from. And bless God, when you realize you're in bondage and you realize you're in trouble, then and only then can you get help. Then and only then can you be set free from the bondage of your sin. Look in Romans chapter 7. If you're with me, say amen. amen. Romans chapter 7. In verse 15, every day it's constant. The battle with the flesh, the desire to, to do sin, the desire, the temptation, the lust, it's there every day. The Apostle Paul kind of described it like this, For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. That don't make sense, does it? It does to me. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that is good. Now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Listen now. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, and how to perform that which is good, I find not. Paul is simply describing the everyday battle that we go through in our flesh. And the reason that we get held down by this sin, and the reason we get held down by the things of this world, is because in our flesh dwelleth no good thing. We are sinners by nature. We are sinners, and we come short of the glory of God. 
Every one of you today is a sinner. Every one of us has been born in sin. And when you're born, when little Kennedy and Connor and Kalen, they're precious, but they were born little sinners. <laughs> Watch them grow up. And it's not but about one or two years old, you can see their sin nature. Kennedy's five years old and I'm ready to kill her half the time because she's a little sinner. She's a sinner. You say, my kids are horrible. Well, sure they are. They're sinners. Just like you are. And I'll never forget a woman said, I think my son's got a demon. Well, sure he does. He's a sinner. And we're all sinners and we all come short of the glory of God. And every person in this world at one time must be set free from the bondage of sin because we're sinners by nature. We're sinners because of Adam. You don't have to do anything to sin. I promise you, you do it naturally. It just comes to you so natural. And the sin that we have in our life makes us come short of the glory and honor of an almighty God. And I want you to know today, the way you are, God will never accept that. God will never accept you being a slave to that sin. That's why He sent Jesus to the cross to down the cross, shed His blood so that He can set you free. That He can set you free from the bondage of sin in your life. Aren't you glad that He set you free? Aren't you glad He set you free? Look in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. If you're with me, say amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Notice verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Strongholds. Strongholds are something that has control over us. Child of God, is there something in your life that's controlling you? You see, not only does God give us power to set us free from the bondage of sin, He has power to set us free from the strongholds of sin. There are strongholds. There are sins and temptations that control your life. And that's a stronghold. You think about it all the time. It controls everything you do. That's a stronghold. Well, guess what? Jesus can set you free from that stronghold. Anything that has power over you to control your mind, to control your thoughts, Jesus can set you free. If you're lost this morning, Jesus can set you free and save your soul. If you're here this morning, you're bound by addiction. If you're bound by habit. If you're bound by an individual. If you're bound by anything, God can set you free from any stronghold in your life. Have you ever had a stronghold? I have. While we're confessing, I'll just raise my hand. I've had plenty of strongholds controlling me and controlling me. Child of God, nothing should control you but the sweet Holy Spirit of God. That's the only controlling substance that ought to be in your life. All of those strongholds. That's why I believe in the Word of God over than the ten steps of Dr. Phil. Hello? Oh, no, don't wander off now. I believe in the Word of God and the power of God over any other plan in the world. Because He can set us free from the bonds of sin. He can set us free from the strongholds of sin. Now go back to our text in John chapter 8. 
And I want you to notice what he said in verse 36, If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. He shows us the only way to be set free from the bondage is to allow the Son to set you free. You cannot be free any other way. You cannot get relief any other way. Listen to me. You cannot find liberty any other way except through the Son. He said, if the Son therefore shall make you free. The Greek word free, the first one here, means to set at liberty. It means to set you free at liberty from those things that have you bound up. And then the second one means one who is free born. This is simply means this. It is as if we were never slaves to begin with, but it is if we were free-born sons of God. Isn't that beautiful? How you can be so overwhelmed by sin to let Jesus set you free and to make you a new creature, to give you a new life, to give you a new hope, to give you a new heart like you've never been in sin before. Not only can He set us free and give us liberty, but He can put us in a place where we are new creatures in Christ to no longer live that way. Isn't that beautiful? To no longer live that way. And this is what Jesus is explaining. You say, well, preacher, how do we get set free through the Son? Notice what He said in verse 32. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Jesus revealed that freedom comes from the truth of God's Word. You say, preacher, why does freedom only come from the truth of God's Word. Why is there only salvation? Why isn't it anywhere else? Why can't we find it in religion? Why can't we find it anywhere else? Well, what puts you in bondage? Wrong. Whatever is wrong will put you in bondage. If it's wrong that puts us in bondage, then only right can set us free. If wrong puts us in a bind, then only those things that are right can give us liberty. And may I tell you of everything that is wrong on earth, there's one thing that's right. And it's the precious Word of God. And He said through the truth of God's Word, we can be set free. How do we do it? Through the Son. The Son's the Word. Amen? And through the Word and through the Gospel and through the power and the promises of Jesus Christ from His Word, we can be set free. How can freedom come to our life? Through the truths of God's Word. You say, how can I get freedom today? Because God said if you lay it down at His feet, He'll take it from you. And if God makes you a promise, He means every word of it. And He'll keep every bit of it. God made you promises today. And I promise you, when the world fails, when society fails, the Word of God will be here. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the Word of God will be here for all of eternity. And when you can't depend on a Democratic Party or a Republican Party or any other party, bless God, you can put everything you've got on the Word of God. Because it's going to be here when Trump and Obama and everybody else is gone. You can put your unction, your hope, and your faith in the Word of God. The Word of God's never steered anybody wrong and it never will. And let me tell you something, when everybody else is wrong, the Word of God is right. It's right. It's truth of everything that's wrong in the earth. Man, I'm telling you, there's one thing that's right, and it's the Word of God. And so if all of this wrong is setting us and putting us in this bondage, then we must take, Brother Hayden, that which God gave us that is right to set us free. I'll tell you what. 
people say, well, it's very difficult to figure out how to be saved. <laughs> oh, I better be good right there. I want to say something. Let me tell you something. My Bible says, for by the grace of God, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God. That very verse set me free from the bondage of my sin. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I find victory through that verse. I find victory through that verse. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Bless God. I found victory one day as a 13-year-old boy in that verse because I called upon the Lord. I confess with my mouth and I believe with my heart Jesus Christ. And bless God, He saved my soul. Because the Word brought freedom to my life. Every problem you have as a married person, every problem you have as an adult and as a child, the answer is right here. The, the answers are in the truth. And the truth applied to our life sets us free from the bondage of sin. We run to this world to get this self-help book and this self-help book. And oh, you need to get this book and you need to read it. It will change your life. I've never met but one book that can truly change somebody's life. And it's the Word of God. I'm telling you, if you find a book that changed your life, you better check your heart. Because there's only one book that's able to set you free and make you free indeed. And it's the Word of God. It's the Word of God. You say, well, preacher, I don't believe in all that. Well, you don't have to. You not believing in God is not going to make Him change His mind to who He is. <laughs> well, I don't... Don't believe it. There'll, be, there'll come a day that you will believe it. But believe it today. Give in. The old devil's been working on you and it's hardened your heart. And you've been living in sin and you're a slave to your nature, to your flesh. And it's just controlling you. And you think that you're free and you think, well, I'm my own man. No, you're not. You're not your own person. You're sold out to somebody or something. Everybody has got their stronghold. Everybody has their little G-God. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And I pray every day that the only controlling substance in that Llewellyn household will be Jesus Christ. And the sweet Holy Spirit will guide me and my family every single day. And He said, I'll make you free and free indeed. You say, well, what does that mean, preacher? That means altogether free. That means not, half, not halfway, not quarter way, not two-thirds way. That means all the way. You listen to me. If Jesus truly saved your soul, He didn't save you halfway. He didn't save you three-quarters way. He saved you all the way. So don't give half to Him. Don't give three-quarters to Him. Give it all to Him. 